Welcome to Rock Your Life. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. I do music. I write books. I host a radio show on Austin 360 Radio. I do this show, DJ Mom, and I'm a transformational expert and coach. I'm all about rocking life to the fullest. I took up music, specifically rock and roll, and learned the guitar and began to sing around the age of 40. And I wrote and recorded and released three albums and numerous singles in the last few years. And doing this just pushed me to learn about overcoming fear. And I was getting on stage dealing with uh, taking on new things in my 40s and failing at them too, (laughs) and setting goals and building habits and just embracing this vulnerable side of myself. It pushed me to awaken in my own spiritual life. And I can't stop working on that. And I believe my true purpose is to share what I've learned and all I am learning with others who want to go to the next level in their own lives. So if that calls to you or speaks to you, then you're in the right place. There's practical advice here for your daily life, for achieving goals, for habit building, and for branding, and just for becoming better, just taking those steps. The show's an hour long. It's divided into four segments, and we have a focus each week. This week, our focus is confidence. First, I talk about the week's topic and talk about what I have learned. Next, I do an interview, and today we're going to talk to Brooke Nickel of Saving Face. The third segment is our affirmation segment called Go After Yourself with the founder of StickWithIt.co, Jill Faulkner. I'm really into affirmations and saying them out loud, so we choose one to work on each week. And fourth, I'm joined by my collaborative partner and certified brand consultant and co-owner of Velvet Cartel content creation, Bijou Finney, and we discuss practical tips and strategies to build your brand and take charge of your habits. And remember my warning, when you commit to do the work on the topics we discuss on this show, get ready because the universe will show you what you need to learn. And it's not always easy. In fact, it's never easy. (laughs) But who said rocking life was going to be easy? hmm? Not me. All right, ready to do this? Let's rock. confidence. I wanted to approach this in two ways, because I know that confidence comes from the inside out, but I also know that when you get dressed and look your best, that brings the confidence from out to in. So we're looking at it in different ways today, and they're all valid. Jill says something in our segment that really captures it. She said, confidence is this awesome collaboration with the outside and the inside, and it doesn't matter which comes first or how you approach it. Whether or not you're feeling good or looking good, they have to be synced up, and we shouldn't be doing one without the other. Yes. There are so many ways to approach confidence, like does it mean leaving the lights on during sex, or you know how Lizzo talks about confidence about our body image, there's so much of that going on right now. Is it wearing confident clothes? It's a lot of things. I went into the week thinking like this. As you may or may not know, I work the topic all week long. It's constantly in my mind, whatever it is, and I'm approaching situations from that mindset. I'm always excited to move to the new topic too. So this week, I immediately started singing that song in my head, like, what's wrong with being confident? <laughs> Demi Lovato. It was just, go- it's, it's been on repeat in my head. I was like, I'm going to wear leopard pants all week. I'm going to wear bright lipstick and all that. But that's not really what happened. I kept a real-time blog about my week. I even recorded some clips on my phone on a particularly difficult day. And I'm going to share the arc of my week today to show that we can focus on something and find ways to bring it about. Because as I sit here right now, I know that through this week, I did the work to summon my inner goddess and I found worth and confidence within. And I just hope that this reflects that and shows that with the work, no matter what it is, we can find these things and become even stronger. So let's dive in and see how my confidence grew this week. And a couple notes. uh, The affirmation this week is I trust myself and also this is relevant. I have a necklace that says goddess that I have been wearing and I've been on a goddess kick and someone I know sort of know laughed at it one day and that's referenced too. So let's start. Sunday. Here's what I wrote. Deflated after the show gets out. I felt like giving up on everything. Thinking about that person who broke my heart. I realize I've been second guessing my worth all along. That's why I always felt confused. My worth moved right into my self-love and pretty soon all the things chipped away and accumulated into this self-worthlessness. I don't feel like a badass babe today. I know I'm not. I spent the morning telling myself that. I feel low. I have to do the work to get through this. I haven't done gratitude writing or abundance writing in two days and as a result, my inner self-talk is getting bad. Very bad. You're not worth anything. Everyone is better than me. I'm old. And more. 
must do the work today. I'm very, very tired of second guessing my worth. I will not this week. Confident people don't do that. I vow to be confident this week, even if I have to fake it. Monday, my low continued. I was having to search for confidence. Here's what I wrote. Tears shed. Why? Sadness, maybe? Move to a place of surrender. Confidence is about trust, too. About feeling good in myself and in my own skin and in my own mind. I know I must, and I know it shows. I cried today because it hurts to move on sometimes, so I let it out. I feel confident that it was the right thing to do. Confidence is knowing, maybe? Huh, that's ironic that I don't know. I will put a confident version of myself into the world, the most I can muster today. She will be beautiful, strong, competent, but humble and ask questions and be strong in learning and not knowing and discovering. My mom was confident. Today, she would have been 84 years old. I have confidence in me from all the ancestors who brought me to this moment. I will not let them down. All the women who sacrificed and worked for us, for me, to have the freedom that I do. I will have this confidence for them to honor that. Tuesday, here's what I wrote. I remember who I am. I made a list of values, a values ladder from the book by David Bach, Smart Women Finish Rich, and it showed me what my confidence track is and how it aligns. I'm also reminded today that I feel better this week. The self-love work of last week was difficult, but I feel like it's paying off. Tonight, I have a hypno healing and energy session with Liz, and I'm a little scared because what if I reveal something embarrassing or what if I don't do it right? Anyway, we'll see. I think that truly knowing our values is confidence. I'm so surprised by this exercise. I can't wait to do it with clients. Also, my heartbreak feels like it's healing. I'm listening to so much Michael Singer and working on keeping my heart open and surrendering. It's deep work all the time. I got mad at my daughter last night and I yelled at her. She cried. I felt justified, but then I didn't and I felt bad. I could handle things better, feel more confident as a mom. I've changed the affirmation this week a bit and been doing, I trust myself to surrender and I trust myself to stay open and I trust myself to keep my heart open. Why do I keep thinking about the girl that laughed at my goddess necklace? Is it that I'm afraid to own my goddess nature for fear of being laughed at? Should we be hiding that? Am I not confident about that? I recorded with Brooke yesterday and she said, look good, feel good, do good. I'm wondering if both directions work. My happy pocket full of money book says be wealth. Just be the things that you already are. So if I put confidence into the little mail slot of my seat of consciousness, as in it just is, then it eminently flows outward, right? Like the flow from out to in, there can be flow from in to out. What if I do both? How do I try? How do I make confidence not conditional? I realized again that I had not been doing my gratitude writing and abundance writing the past few days when I felt low. I've been disciplined about it these last two days and I feel completely different and better. Could be related. Also feeling way more confident in my body as a result of eating better and better habits and working out. I don't think I know what the word confident really means. And I'm discovering that this is all a practice. Amidst the noise internally last week, I got quiet and my confidence was boosted. I know I can recover. I did the major energy work with Liz and it was magic. I feel energetically transformed and lighter and brighter and more powerful. There's also focus on confidence. Meditated twice today for the first time. Wednesday. Here's what I wrote. Woke up feeling completely rejected. I don't feel confident in my decisions about how I felt in that relationship I talked about last week. I had an awful conversation with that person and my confidence is suffering and I can feel it. I wondered about trusting myself and who I like and my own feelings. Confidence is trust and I was hesitant to feel confident in myself. But I said, no, I will do it. I will continue. And then I went to the grocery store and the guy bagging my groceries thought I was pregnant. I got in the car and had a breakdown. A laugh, cry, breakdown. Listen. Okay, I thought since we're working on confidence, <laughs> I would go ahead and record something. I'm in tears. <laughs> and I just thought, what the hell? You know, I'm studying confidence this week, trying really hard to feel good. <laughs> and, you know, the person from last week, just basically, like, I was way just off on that whole thing. And we ended up having a huge fight. And he was basically like, you know, you're way off base. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm busy. And so, um, it was harsh, but you know what I was, I was like, I'm grateful. I'm gonna find gratitude, confidence in this. And I'm, you know, glad that I know this, whatever. And, uh, then I just went in the grocery store and, uh, I have on a puffy coat. It's raining outside and it's, um, I zipped up my puffy coat. I'm in my workout clothes. Otherwise the checkout guy was like, Oh, we'll give her an extra bag since she's expecting, and I was just like, excuse me. And he was like, well, since you're expecting. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm not pregnant. And it was just like, (laughs) it was just like a perfect little icing on the cake of like, can you be confident when these things are thrown at you? (laughs) I mean, that's everyone's worst nightmare, right? Being asked if you're pregnant when you're not. Ah, man. Okay, well, anyway, I just thought I would record this little blurb for you. I got home and I said, this will not beat me. Here's what I said. So I pretty much want to just get in bed and eat French fries. That is what I want to do. But you know what? I'm not going to do it because we're working on confidence. And you know what? Confidence comes from within. And so I am going to do this. I am going upstairs right now and I am going to uh, take a shower and I'm going to make myself look pretty, even though I'm not going anywhere. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to get some work done because that is what we do. That is what we do. And then I got on Instagram and I posted a meme that I made that said, what would a goddess do? It felt really good. And I refused not to be anything but the confident goddess that I am. Damn it. Thursday. Here's what I wrote. Here's the thing. I'm always having highs and lows because that's what life is. This show is about never, ever letting the lows win. It's about figuring out how to let go of those disturbances and those weights and those darknesses and letting them fall away as we rise. They must come up and out to fall away. They must. The low self-esteem grounded in past slights and past trauma and past shame that is now rooted in fear that we aren't good enough or whatever enough must be pulled out and looked at and then we can thank it for what we now see and move the hell on. And now here we are at the end of the week. Friday and Saturday, I wrapped up the show and the week. Yes, I blocked that person that treated me poorly because that's not something I can allow. I have to model to the universe that exact thing if I truly want to develop good, solid relationships. And I can say that this week was an arc because I sit here today feeling good and feeling strong and feeling more confident. I'm kind of shocked, you guys, really. It's all surprised me. And it's made me trust that I can do what it takes to stand in my power and feel good about it. It's amazing as I read this back and look at how focusing hard on something drags it into the light, forces us to deal with it, And then there we've dealt with it. I evolved in just days by focusing on my confidence. And I'd encourage you to do the same. Take one topic, focus on it. Don't be scared to just think about that one thing. They all tie up together anyway. I ended up seeing that my confidence suffered when I don't do the gratitude writing and when I don't do the habit work that I'm constantly cultivating. So I would say, don't be afraid to focus your efforts when something comes up. I think that's my big takeaway this week. And one of the most interesting things I learned this week. And just with that effort in itself too, comes confidence. Wild. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the episode. Our interview today is with Brooke Nickel, RN. She's an injectables magician and changes people's confidence daily through helping them look better. She's the owner of Saving Face Injectable Lounge in Austin, Texas. Brooke has so much beauty in what she says today. We address stigma and judgment and how we can look good and how it can help us become our best selves. And I really, really loved our conversation and everything that she shares. In Go Aff Yourself today, Jill and I cover our affirmations, origin stories, and our practices around them and how we do them and our go-to affirmations. And then we turn the conversation about confidence around and look at it from the inside out. Our affirmation today is, I trust myself. Bijou and I get into a conversation about not looking to others for our confidence, whether it's in ourselves or in our brand, and how doing that and letting little things accumulate can deteriorate our confidence. We also get into our goddessness. <laughs> I told you I was on a kick. So let's do this. Here is the wonderful Brooke Nickel from Saving Face. Find her at Saving Face Austin on Instagram and at SavingFaceAustin.com. Right, just relax. I'm trying. <laughs> Unbutton your pants. Uh, we get a little more comfortable. Uh, okay. So, Brooke Nickel, registered nurse, certified aesthetic nurse specialist, and owner of Saving Face Injectable Lounge. And you have been doing injections 
for more than a decade. More than a decade. Mm, 12 years now. 13, 13 years. Oh, my God. Two, years. 2007 13 was 13 years, years I ago. I know. I can't believe I'm this old. I can't either. <laughs> I cannot either. So um, let's get into it. I, I was really excited that you said yes to this. I told you that. And um, it just really struck me uh, that, okay, I'll back up a little bit. I used to own a clothing store. I don't know if you knew that about me. And for, for five years. And... Being in there had such a positive effect on my self-esteem because I saw so many women that uh, were holding themselves to such a high beauty standard and so critical of themselves. And I would see them and go, you're gorgeous. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it um, it just had the reverse effect on me where I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not as bad as I thought. Mm-hmm. And they would look and stare at their ass in the mirror and analyze it. And I was like, hey, guess what nobody's staring at your ass that long except you (laughs) but but they were just so hard on themselves and so you work in the beauty industry you have everything at your fingertips literally products injections lasers and I want to know what you really think about outer beauty and confidence and what you have learned from working in this space that long and what you what you see from women and what you I just that's what I want to know so where do we start Mm. Well, thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you for saying yes. I think this is a a, a really big conversation, and I think it is a, a definitely more than skin deep, right? Yeah. Um, what I do, I feel, is so important because just as uh, just for women specifically, it is innately inside of us um, that we it is so important for us to look good, right? It is so important for us to have the confidence to look good. I think confidence is everything. I think if we don't feel good about what we see in the mirror, then everything in our, our entire field is affected. I mean, I feel like we can't do our work good. We can't parent good. We're not making great decisions. Everything is effective. But if we wake up and we feel good about it and we look in the mirror and we love what we see back, then just the opposite happens. We can go out and conquer the world, change the world. It's kind of this weird thing, right? Where like it takes this flack, like we shouldn't be focused on outer beauty, but at the same time, it's so important. I know when it is, when I am feeling down, sometimes I'll like be like, oh my God, I haven't showered in like a while. My hair's disgusting. I don't smell good. I haven't put on makeup in two days and like made an effort. And then I do it and I'm like, I I immediately feel better. Feel better. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So looking good does just make such a difference. Our motto at Saving Face is look good, feel good, to do good. Because as women, that's what that's what we need. It starts with looking look good, good first. Feel, feel good, good to, to do, do good. good. To get out there and to do good. But like women in beauty, it, it's, you know, in the recession, the makeup will never fail. Like you're still going to look good. This is this is a business that's, that's right. always going to the thrive li- because lipstick. women have yes mm-hmm. lipstick thing. Or that's whatever. right because mm-hmm. they you, we need it to look good. We need it to feel confident. Um, I'll, I'll just share with you a quick story. I felt like uh, I've been losing my hair recently. I mean, I know this isn't really injectable side of things. It doesn't but matter. It's just yeah. I I I felt like a lot of my hair was falling out, and then the last time I got processed, I felt like I got what they call maybe a chemical cut, just a little over processed. <laughs> over, you know. I've never heard that. That's it, funny. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you don't want to hear about it. And uh, yeah, and so then for like five weeks, it was crazy. My psyche was affected to where I was looking at. I was looking at people's volume in their hair like I was looking at women's bellies when I was trying to get pregnant, like pregnant bellies. Like that is how it affected my psyche. And as superficial as it sounds, because, yes, I still have hair. I mean, I can put it on a perspective. It was still affected me so much. And then it gets in like the forefront of your mind. Yeah, it just takes over. It does. It takes over. I couldn't Mm -hmm. focus. I couldn't be present. My conscious wasn't really as as, you know, if I'm sitting there thinking about, wow, I've really lost a lot of hair. I feel like my hair is, you know, half of what it used to be a mm-hmm. month ago. Like, that's not great. So um, since then, I have decided to put some extensions in just to get my volume back. And she put the extensions in. I went to put back my clothes on, take off my robe. I look in the mirror and just start crying. And I think to myself, this is how important our looks are to us and how, you know, and then I felt like, oh, I'm myself again. Oh, my god! Like, I can get back yeah. out there and I can, like, be me again. And it does. It just gives you this sense of confidence. And I think with injections, it's that same principle. It's like people are looking in the mirror and they're like, oh, 
my insides are not matching my outsides, right? I look like my mom. I don't want to look like my mom. I'm not as old as I look. My kids are asking me, what are these etches on your face? You know, so is that what they say? Yes. Etches. Well, think about it. These days with editing and filters and all the things in post-production, no one really sees true aging anymore. Right. So the injectables. Yeah, I'm well aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the injectables come in and this is where I get my mom's coming in for the first time. They say, hey, my kid asked me what these etches are on my face. I need you to do something. I said, OK, I got it. You know, and and then there's just a real fine line of being conservative. You still want to look like yourself. You know, my my job is just to bring out your own natural beauty. I'm not trying to recreate anything. You know, I mean, sometimes if if we are born with like a petite chin and we, you know, augmented sure, sure. chin or whatnot. But for the most part, you really want to just bring out their own beauty and let them feel the best, of, you know, make them look the best version of themselves. Well, sometimes there's such a stigma around it and, you know, people want to criticize it, but um, I, you know, I do it. Yeah. I do it. I mean, I'm not shy about it. I always share it with people yeah. because, um, I just, and I don't know, I mean, maybe it's because I'm vain, but I I do it all, and I just do it because I want to uh, be able to look in the mirror and be happy what I, with what I see, because I do know it affects how I feel, just like you were saying about oh. your hair. You well, know? The, and the stigma, people, you know, and I, I've read what you've, um, what you've talked about in the past, and I think this goes along with it, but the stigma is usually coming from past programming. It's usually coming from what mama thought about it, or what teachers thought about it, or what your Sunday school teacher said about it. I used to have that same judgment. I before really? I got, before I got trained in injectables, I was an ICU nurse, and I, I said, and a surgical nurse, and I said, I'll never work with women who do Botox. I'll never do Botox. I was just thought I had this huge judgment. <laughs> I just had wow. a huge judgment. This is back in two thousand seven. <laughs> And so, um, but then when I learned that there was a real art to it and it just turned on my right side of the brain and I went crazy over, you know, learning how to do it and transforming, you know, women's confidence. Wow. Yeah. But I think if you could really ask yourself, does that past belief serve you today? Right. Does it matter what mama thought or what grandmama thought or whoever put that in your head that injections are taboo and not great and superficial and we shouldn't care? Like, is that really, is that decision coming from an empowered decision today? Or is that from past program that may not be serving you right now? So for me, it's like, let's just get really clear with ourselves and be honest with ourselves and say, like, is this Botox really going to change me in a negative way? Or is it going to empower me so that I can go out and be the best version of me? <sighs> yes. Yes. Right? I love everything you just said. I know. <laughs> God, yeah, I'm feeling all that. I mean, totally, yeah. I didn't even want it to. Stop. It's like it needs to be. It needs to be. Is is just? You know, did you get your teeth cleaned? Did you get your Botox? You know, everybody should be like, yes, of yes. course. It's something we do. You know, every every quarter. And there's removing that judgment yeah. around it because, yeah. um, oh, judgment is exhausting. And yeah. um, and I think that um, if people are judging others. That probably takes away from our beauty and confidence as well. You know, 100%. I mean, that's not a good look. No, no, it's not. <laughs> when it comes down to it. No, it's not at all. Mm-mm. It's really not. Um, so how uh, personally do you feel like it's affected you? Do you feel like this work that you do really has um, boosted your own confidence? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, I definitely feel like I'm in my flow. Like, this is my calling. This is, it, it, you know, it's funny because I just told you, I said I would never do Botox and yeah, never work yeah, with women yeah. who do, do Botox. And God had different plans for me. And this is <laughs> this is my mission field. These, these women's, it's, it's deeper than Botox. I mean, it, it's boosted my confidence, but it's also just my self-esteem and who I am. And, and I think coming in and having a relationship with these women that we get to talk and we get, I get, I get everyone's highs and lows, right? Every three to four months. I usually see them and we talk about, you know, really deep and personal stuff. And there's a real connection here. And then in the end, they're happy with how they look. And then that makes them feel better. So, um, yes, this work has definitely boosted my confidence and my self-esteem because I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. That's beautiful. And it is extremely personal. I mean, I you spill it in those circumstances because and then you do end up having the moments where you cry when you look so much better oh and those are the moments that take my breath away and you know i do uh and and 
a couple, several occasions I've gotten to actually inject someone who's had past trauma to the face. And in those situations are, are multiple surgeries and I get to help kind of really put them back together. And that is just amazing and, and so heartwarming to me. But just that wow. woman who can look in the mirror after not loving a, a particular area of her face and, and tears well up in her eyes. It is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, to be a part of and I'm so lucky to have have that um, as my job yeah my career that's really beautiful you (laughs) know what I I knew we were going to have a conversation that touched on these things but I didn't know it was going to be what it was and the things that you've just said and they really um, moved me and you know um, I don't know I just think it's good to open people's eyes a bit to this yeah like I bet you still encounter people that hear what you do and probably make a judgment oh 100 percent. if you go on my website and i believe it's still there it's one of the very first blogs that i wrote and it's called um the gray matter and it's just about it's not black and white i mean to be honest with you it took me seven years working for a top plastic surgeon to get a breast augmentation because of people telling me it's going to change you and boys you know or whatever like you know and i was like but i just want to feel more confident you know, about my body. And then the truth is, is I'm still broke before and after a boot job, you know, and, and then driving a, you know, a luxury vehicle. It's like, I, I, I drove a Nissan Altima for seven years in LA, (laughs) you know, and it was like, finally, I thought, you know, I work hard. I deserve it. It's like, if we could get just past our own judgments of other people, then we can really open up what's valuable and true to us and then feel empowered by making those empowered decisions. And then then the truth is just stay there. You don't want to be powerful, judgy, 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 you're powerless. I'm a victim. Let's just stay in this empowered state and let's kind of just, you know, remove all the blocks and the past beliefs that aren't serving us anymore. I feel like the times that I make the biggest judgments are the biggest lessons that I learn. It's like I make a big judgment and then immediately life is like, Oh, okay, let's, let's, let's switch that around so you can figure that out really and and not be so harsh about it. So yeah, for sure. Well, we're getting close on time because these are such short segments, but thank you so much. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we go any thoughts that came up or just anything that you really want to share um i just think that if if you're thinking about taking your first step into anti-aging and you're not really loving what you see like um come talk to us or or go to go to a really um well-known provider in your area and, and get a consultation and just sit down and talk about and see what your options are and just know that you know you're still going to be you before you know yourself even after you get a little injection and um, you can just do a little bit and I like to tell people you don't see good work uh, totally right I know people say that to me they're like I can't tell you've done anything yeah, you and I'm don't like, see that, good exactly. work that's <laughs> it and, and so you, you can get out there and and we we do um, specialize in the conservative approach so um, I think that finding someone who's right for you and a good fit will will just boost your confidence and help you do you know do you better in the world. Help you reflect more of who you That's actually right. are. Amen. Great. And people can follow you on Instagram and sure, yes. tell please, me your Instagram. Please. Instagram Saving Face Austin is our Insta and savingfaceaustin.com is our website and you can book an appointment there. Don't you have a personal Instagram too? Oh. <laughs> Do you want to share it? Or not? Well, in, is post, it public? Post Love Skincare is a great one. <laughs> That's right. You've got a new CBD. Product. I got a new That's CBD right. line. So try mm-hmm. us out at postloveskincare.com. You might as well get that plug in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Thank you. Thank you so much, Brooke. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, too. This is fun. You are absolutely beautiful inside and out. And and I just, I really value what you shared. I think it's really important to put that out. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay, Jill. Yes. Are you ready to get some affin' on? Totally. Me, too. Me, too. So... First things first, before we start rocking confidence today, um, I thought since we've been doing this show, we haven't really taken like a minute to talk about how we do affirmations and like our process around them and Mm -hmm. what we think they mean. So I was going to see if maybe you would say a little bit about that and I will too. We could just, you know, talk about that a little bit because people might be like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So it... 
the journey started for me a number of years ago and it was just like how do i have this a better relationship with myself and so i found affirmations and what was your relationship with yourself it, it was, was not great right it was i think mine wasn't either it was um it was very much about my my body um and a, a distaste for what i looked like and just beating yourself up and oh stuff. yeah oh yeah um and so that wasn't a, a fun journey um looking back but I'm, I'm i had to go through it to to get here and truly getting out of that is because of use of affirmations in my life. That's awesome. So what does your affirmation process look like? Obviously you developed the business around it, but yeah, what, did it, what does it look like on a day-to-day basis? Like how does it go into your habits and stuff? It's whatever, like whatever comes up. I don't set one for the day. Um, I don't focus on one for the day, but wherever I'm feeling challenged or a little out of sorts, I just employ one immediately and and repeat that so you just make one up on the spot that's like that's like the opposite of what i'm currently feeling (laughs) so if i'm currently feeling like really challenged at work Uh uh-huh then i just go i i literally will walk the hall i'll take a take a lap Uh uh-huh and say out loud to myself out loud kind of whispering like so people don't really hear me but um like i can do this i can do this i am capable i am here because I know that I can do this, like I can do this. That's so good to spend that time in that space. Yeah. So for for me, it's employing them like in the moments I really need them. Mm -hmm. And it usually just takes the opposite approach from what I'm currently feeling. Or if I'm I'm sad um, or feeling in kind of a down way, that one I, I don't go the opposite of like, you're fine, I'm happy. Like I go, this is going to pass. I am okay. Yeah. Right. So I, I find more compassion for myself in that rather than take the opposite approach of when I'm feeling down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just depends. How many years have you been doing this? Um, gosh, five, six. Okay. Because I mean, I just, I'm barely hitting a year mm-hmm. with affirmations. And before that, it was just negative self talk basically yeah. <laughs> until 47 years of my age. But, um, I uh, don't have this habit down like you do, but I'm getting better at it. But I feel like what you're saying is just like you nailed the habit, basically. Like when you're in the moment and you that self that negative thing comes up, you immediately just shift right into the positive yes. affirmations. Yeah. Or the finding grace with myself or compassion mm-hmm. or for others or whoever it needs to get used. Um, mm-hmm. It is an Im- immediate shift. And what would you say the difference is in your life? Uh, and I'm just talking about from doing this. Yeah. Like, what um, is it? Oh my God. Just uh, everything. 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 Like, like too much, like everything. So shifts. much easier to let go of things, mm-hmm. to laugh at things that I would have held on to. I, it's unreal to see how I have a relationship with myself now, especially around my body than it was, you know, six years ago, yeah, whatever it was, you know, Um, and that has affected how I present myself in the world. And that affects how I have relationships with people and, and be myself in the world without worrying about it. It's so awesome. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's so awesome. Yeah. I just thought we hadn't covered that and we should. And as far as I go, I've probably talked a little bit more about mine, but uh, but I don't know. I don't know if I've like laid it out. Right now, what they look like, what they did look like at first was just a list mm-hmm. of everything. And basically someone, she gave me hers and then y- you and I had them. And then I didn't really, I guess we started what, a year and a, a little over a year and a half ago doing the yeah. series on The Real Show. Um and so I was trying to incorporate them then, but I didn't have a practice of it. And then once I actually started saying them out loud and making a practice of it daily, that I feel like I had that was when I had the real shift. And, yeah. and what is like everything what did the shift look like? The shift looked like negative self talk stopping in my head, mm. which I don't. I and that was brand new for me. And for me to all of a sudden realize, like, huh, you know what? I, I'm not spinning those old records. Uh, or those recordings or whatever and I felt really refreshing and weird but it does feel weird I know but that 
was a big one for me. So it was saying them out loud and and like dedicated, which I still do every day. I rarely miss a day. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I will, but I I keep it on notes in my in my phone, and then I um I will. This is probably bad, but I'll hold it up in my car, like on my dashboard or whatever. And while I'm driving, I'll read them and say them out loud. Do you not have them memorized? At this point, not, uh, not exactly because I have I keep adding to it, so yeah. I'll keep referring to it. But yeah, I mean, like I I have a lot of them memorized. I can do a lot of it from memory. Yeah, I I have some solid go tos that I really fall back on when I don't like take a minute to to think about it. Right when I yeah. just need them in that moment, it's like I can do this, and it's so simple, but it's so effective. Yeah, so effective. Well, I had, I had, I love that I can do this. I had, so as we were recording real show once, I would take your post-it note and I would put them all over my mirror mm-hmm. and then it got too full. So I got a bulletin board in my bathroom. And so I was using that and now it has become, I ran across, I was cleaning out my drawers in my bathroom and I ran across the rest of a deck of mm-hmm. yours. So I just started picking through that and um, I had one on my bathroom mirror and now it has turned into like, nearly three rows of a solid checkerboard <laughs> of of all affirmations and I can see them in the shower so I have started saying them out loud in the shower and so I just I just keep going with it but I'm I'm better at building that habit like when I'm feeling something or when something comes up that I'm struggling with I have a I, I'm developing some things that I'll just go to you know mm-hmm. and like like today uh, I was struggling with um this end of this relationship that I had. And I, uh, I just kept saying, you know, like that song, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And just, I'm working on keeping my heart open and surrendering this year. And I'm like, I'm not going to even try to meld this into anything else. Mm -hmm. Like whatever. I'm not like, I'm just going to flow with it. And, and if if it is, it is. Yep. And if it's not, it's not. Yeah. Right. It's not, there's, there's plenty of other better stuff out there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think saying them out loud, too, is key, and I just encourage people to say them out loud. Write down on a post-it note. Yeah, I find a lot of, um, uh, I don't know if relief is the right word, but talk, like saying out loud, talking out loud makes a difference. Because when you kind of internalize it, like, I don't know, it doesn't work as well for me if I'm just kind of in my head. But when I say things out loud, you know, be it affirmations sure. or having a conversation with myself about things, trying to figure out which affirmation to employ in that moment. Um, it just helps me talk through things. I'm a, I love talking out loud. hundred percent. And, and it's the same in the reverse when you have that friend that always puts themselves down. Like mm-hmm. when they're self-deprecating, you're hearing that. Like mm-hmm. you hear it. Sorry, did I tap my headphone, yeah. but you hear it like, and that's not good. You don't need to be hearing that. You yeah. need to hear the positive. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're already chugging along on time. So let's get into today's Rock Your Confidence. And here's what we're talking about there. So the interview that I just did with Brooke Nickel. So she, uh, confidence, I guess my thing is, I feel like it works both ways. I mean, like, if you look good on the outside, you're more confident inside. But if you're bringing that stuff to the inside, you are absolutely more confident outside. So mm-hmm. she was more out in because their uh, motto, she's a, does, she's a nurse that does injectables and all that kind of stuff to help people with their outer to reflect that. And she's like, look good, feel good, do good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I wanted to approach it with you from a more inner space, which is exactly what we're working on with our affirmations. Yeah. So like the confidence is, you know, the the inner yeah, I would, so I would out. go feel good, do good, look good. You would go do good or, yep, yeah, feel good, feel good do, good, do good, do good. You look would, good. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't, I don't think I would have thought of that before I felt better about myself, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely would have said the opposite because I spent so many years of my life expecting this outside thing to give me all the, th- all the things, right? All this external searching for the perfect, quote, perfect well, job, it, relationship, yeah. body, whatever it is. And it, um, it's interesting when I hear friends talk about bodies now because I'm so past that conversation for myself. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, oh, we're I, oh, we're still there. Okay, got it, <laughs> got it. But um, I've just noticed a difference in how I'm seen, because mm-hmm. you know, starting from the inside. Because when I feel good on the inside, then I do the things that make me happy, and then I am joyful and confident in my outer life. 
because I, I, I trust that. myself. I've, I know that I'm okay. Um, you know, and just that solid relationship with myself exudes the confidence. And, and I notice a difference in how I interact with people. I see like men noticing me. Right. And I just, I appreciate all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, cause you're gorgeous. No, thank you. Um, I just I I get it from both ways big time because I have moments where I'm like why am I down and then I'm like I I said this to Brooke and then I'm like oh I haven't showered in like two days and I'm disgusted you know and Mm -hmm. then you shower and you feel better and I'm like oh all of a sudden life has changed you know and it just brings a confidence and I just feel better and everything yeah Yeah. you know I really agree with that um you know like washing my hair right Right. putting a little product in and blow drying world of difference right (laughs) Um, taking a shower and it's like I it's life-changing right and I I never take a shower for granted ever um just because it it can really affect how you feel totally um and so my journey as of the last few years has been the inside out um but you know it's like I want to wear clothes that I like cute clothes right that are cute and and beautiful to me Mm -hmm. um and that helps me exude confidence too so it is this awesome collaboration with the outside and the inside and it doesn't matter who comes first or who or how you approach it whether or not you're feeling good or looking good like I think they have to be synced up I don't think we should be doing one without the other necessarily um I think that's exactly what I'm getting at in this whole episode yeah is that it is this I love the way you phrase that so uh what's our affirmation I'm confident it's like two. It's like Actually, a- I, I, I already know what it is. You already told me. It's oh, I trust I myself. Oh, yes. And so you said it was I trust myself. and That's um, right, because I'm confident it was, was just too, too, easy. too easy. Too easy. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, so I've been employing it already all week because I've been working on confidence all week. And um, I trust myself to surrender because mm. I said that's what I'm working on mm-hmm. so much. So mm-hmm. I'm almost like extending the sentence each time. I'm like, I trust myself fill in the blank. Yeah. So that's the way I've been using it. Yeah. Have you been using it this week? So, um, trust myself, um, not it, Well, interestingly enough, uh, trusting myself in execution of things at work, but that is confident related. I yeah, think. It is. Oh, for right? sure. So then you have confidence in your work and there's no trepidation about, you know, the things you, you, I'm producing. That's right. Um, but I, you know, I trust myself in the context of, of confidence is just, I think for me, it's just trusting the process and whatever that might look like. Um, you know, it's like going to the gym and it feels good to go to the gym. And sometimes I get glances of my, you know, tricep underarm area in the gym and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, bummer. And then I'm like, oh, I don't care. Um, and so, you know, but I still want strength, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just it's kind of this just interesting dance. It is totally an interesting dance. And I've been using it just I trust myself because Mm -hmm. that is a confidence that I struggle with. And I think it helps exude confidence, too. Like when you trust yourself, you know you're making right decisions. You trust your decisions. You trust your next action step. You trust your thoughts. You trust, um, you know, your approach to things um, or whatever it is. And I think those things can really help increase confidence. I think I'm just trying to shut that voice in my head down because I've been studying Michael Singer like crazy. Mm -hmm. Shut down the chattery voice and trust the whatever's behind that. This this higher Mm. self, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and um, and that higher self is just going to surrender to what's happening rather than fight against the moment and try to change the moment into whatever I want it to be. Right. Because then you're that's the ego which yep. is the yep. voice versus like the soul or the spirit, which is the higher yep. self. That's where Which I'm is going. your true self. That's where I'm at. And that's like, I think there's a lot of confidence within that for oh, sure. Oh yeah, because then you just give less craps about stuff that doesn't matter. Absolutely. Yep. It, well, it doesn't matter then for sure. Yeah. All right. We're completely out of time. <laughs> we did it. All right. Thank you so much, Jill Thank Faulkner. You. Check out stickwithit.co. Say it with me. Go after yourself. Go after yourself. Uh, it would help if I turned on your microphone. Oh. There you Yay. are. Okay. 
Yay, that always helps. I was like, why can't I hear myself? <laughs> I'm restricting your flow. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, Bijou, we're talking about confidence today. We're talking oh, about boy. It. Outward to inward and inward to outward. But I was thinking about brand confidence and um, how you feel in your brand. And so I want to have a conversation about that. One keyword that I thought of, though, when you talk about confidence, we always, it seems like we always use the word build build confidence, you know, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that, that, that is a part of what confidence is. Like, I think you have to build it. It doesn't just like happen, you know? No, I think, uh, I'm glad that you said that because my thing that I'm focusing on lately is, you know, how observant I am of people. Right. And I oh, always yeah. like psychoanalyzing them. And I've noticed that some people that I've run into lately, it seems as if they get majority of their confidence from other people giving them attention. See, that's not building because then it can all just... That's that's, what I mean. Yeah. So like in order to build your own confidence to where you have this strong house of confidence, it's your own no matter who's around, they can be as transient as they want to be. That means confidence building through what you have to... Do things and accomplish things that make you feel like a badass. So, for instance, with like the with Solvit Cartel, I remember when I used to do pitches and sales like meetings uh, eight years ago. I did not sound like I do now. Right. But after so much experience, after jobs that I've done that I think I did right, after some wins, now I just just free flows right. And so there's, it's interesting because certain parts of my life I can be extremely confident in. Like even Drew says it, he'll see me be... Like what? Um, so when he first started dating me, he would see me out around my friends. Out around my friends, I'm super confident. Like I know them, they know me. And but you're experienced at that. You're practiced yeah. at that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, And I know they like me. And you know they like <laughs> So I've had all the confidence they in do. the world. <laughs> They tell me they like me. Um, And so then, or he would like, um, one time went to an event that I was putting on and I was super confident then. And then when he would ask me things on dates about myself, those were things that I knew so well that, yeah, I was, I was super confident. And then I seemed like such an overall confident person that when he started started to get to know me a little bit more and he would see those moments when I was insecure, he was so shocked by it. And it was like so almost like weird and icky to him to see me be like, like, yeah, needy like that. I could get that. I, yeah. I understand that. So that's it. That's the thing is it's like everything in life. It's a balance where you're supposed to be like everyone should be your mirror, right? You should say, why are they treating me like that? What am I putting off? Do they seem to like that and pick it up and resonate with it? But then you'll get in those bubbles where you're only hanging out with the people that like what you're doing and it doesn't ha- and make you grow outside of that. And so then you're like constantly like, well, I am must be awesome because this small group of people is bouncing that back at me. And then when you do run into the times where that doesn't happen and it just crumbles you and you're just crushed. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's why the Internet's so scary. Like. My friend Mesa, I was just helping her put her brand out there for her to be able to do what she wants. And she was so worried that like the little things that she would say here and there are, what about internet trolls? What if someone facts checks this and, and they do studies on this thing and it turns out that it's that in a year and then I'm wrong and I'm like, you're allowed to be wrong mm-hmm. as long as you say the studies now show this, but it could change over time. Like everyone's so afraid to put themselves out there because yeah, if you put yourself on the world wide web, people can just come at you. Right? I was just listening to Brene Brown's interview with Oprah Winfrey from like a couple years ago. And um, she was talking about this exact thing. Cause everybody was like, don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. Cause her Ted talk went viral and she read the comments and, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't go well. Yeah. And so, um, but, but they're always going to be there. Like, I don't care about, bad comments I don't let them but it's but the people that get them like on overload like say Mm -hmm. Shannon Watts or someone that really gets hardcore uh, always amazes me like they don't let that even like shake their confidence one little bit it's pretty impressive actually yeah I mean I think that it's uh, 
I think it's a little jarring. So like you typically like whenever I had that thing back in the past where I said something about my opinion on social media and it, people just ran with it and it was like yeah, I remember that. crazy. Um, there were people saying a lot of stuff about me that didn't know me and I had to be like, oh, well, they, they don't know me and they're just like assuming this about me or they're just mad at my opinion on this and then now they're just making these super mean remarks about me and but still it was so shocking to see those words written about you by a, another human yeah that it is a tiny little cut yeah and it does make it did make me very afraid to open up and to put my opinion online for a while after that yeah I don't read them um so if I you know because <laughs> I work a lot with um better gun laws you know I'm an activist for um, stronger gun laws in the United States and so um, I will post something controversial inevitably and then I just turn off the notifications of it and like especially on Facebook um, Twitter's Twitter's easy too because you can just mute it and doesn't matter whatever and um, you know unless they message you yeah sometimes <laughs> they do but I still ignore those actually in fact one of my friends husbands did and uh she found out and just she just felt horrible. And I was like, you know what? I just completely ignored it. She was like, you did? And I was like, I sure did. <laughs> just completely ignored it. And um, I don't know. I think that it just takes practice and experience like everything else. They're going to get you at first. And then you're going to even out and be like, okay, yeah, I'm building this because I'm not looking outside. And they're always going to be there. And your friend's going to learn that probably the hard way. Yeah. But so what? She'll learn it and hopefully pretty quick, mm -hmm. you know, but I think that's almost something you have to experience to build that confidence around it to say like, eh, everybody gets it. Because even Oprah in that interview was like, oh, I get it all the time. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's so People Oprah. hate on Oprah. Nobody hates yeah. Oprah. She was talking about, I don't know when it was. And she was like, so something happened with a lawsuit. And she said something. And her lawsuit went on for like six weeks. And this was a different interview, I think, with Michael Singer. And she was just talking about like, how she was struggled so hard with that and the things that were said about her. And she was like, yeah, I know, Oprah. Mm. So there you go. Just think about Well, if Oprah can Oprah. get hated on, then I guess everyone can. <laughs> then surely we can take it, I know. <laughs> yeah. Of course, she gets to go to her like ranch in Maui and relax. <laughs> um, you know what's mm. funny, though, is um, I used to think that all the little stuff that I was following on Instagram, when I would see a little post that it wouldn't affect me, but words really do. So that day or yesterday when you posted, what would a goddess do? I did. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny how much that affected the rest of my day. <gasps> really? Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, um, I... I don't have my goddess necklace on right oh, now. Oh. Uh, I know. I forgot. I forgot it. I've Let's, been wearing it every day religiously. <laughs> to remind you. I'm on a goddess kick. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. It was kind of... It was a nice reminder because sometimes you just go through life and you can... I think break away your confidence just because you're not focused on keeping yourself strong. Yeah. And when little things happen, they start making you deteriorate. And it, it's like, oh, that's so subconscious that I feel so weak right now because I've let these people push me here or do that or I didn't give myself room there. So I feel much more weak and tired and meek. Yeah. But by the end of that day, there was like, it was kind of ringing in my head and so every time someone tried to push me or, like, take advantage of this or uh, I just honestly asked myself that. And I was just, like, a lot more. You're like, I'm standing up in yeah. my goddessness right I was now. Like, uh -uh. <gasps> Yay. Yeah. And I, came, I even came home and I was, like, making decisions about dinner. And I was just, like. <laughs> like, a goddess would make decisions <laughs> about dinner what right is, this What would minute? a goddess eat? <laughs> Do we have any goals and pears anywhere? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect actually. I needed it I needed it so Good. thank you well I'm glad it spoke to you because yeah. that's been speaking to me about confidence and like you know a goddess would be confident in her brand hell yeah she would this ties in again with so many things that we've already talked about like authenticity and stuff and I just feel like they're all components of this brand thing and you're not going to have that brand confidence unless you've put these underlying things here to build it like with my Rock Your Life, it took me a long time. It's taken me a, like years to get to where I am owning it and confident about what I'm putting out there. It's And it was weird. I was, I was even questioning like, why can't I? Why do I feel weird or sheepish about this? You know, and like mm -hmm. it just, I, I just hadn't done enough of the core work to build it. Oh, it's so true. Uh, Mesa, when we were filming her yesterday, and she's been living and breathing and researching this stuff 
for 10 years. Wow. And so. And hers is healthy mess. Is yeah. That right? uh-huh. mm-hmm. And um, she's going to have like a health course on how families can eat good for not that much money. It's, That's great. Yeah. So she's super passionate about it. And I told her she was like down on herself about how long it's taken her to do this. And I t- said, you know what? I think you needed to like know this like the back of your hand because because you did. You did such a fantastic job on camera. And I think it's okay to let that build, but then you can't just keep it underground. It's got to bust through eventually. But you're right, like doing my entrepreneurial organization work, we have to work on our core values. And when you understand what's inside and you make decisions based on that, you're much more confident. Like it just helps you understand, can I say yes or no to that? Is it true to who I am on the inside? And then you can say with confidence, no or yes. Right. Right. That's what I've been working on. Well, that's awesome. What else came up for you this week? Anything else? Um, So have you ever done your Enneagram? Enneagram? Yeah. Enneagram. Yeah, but it's been a while. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. So Mesa told me to try it and I I did it last night. It's Which one is that? What's the result? (laughs) Um, It's a number. Yeah. Okay. The number Enneagram. I was like, Seven and two or something. I was like between two of them or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have like a number and then a wing or something. Yeah. And so um, it's just it's just funny because I've done all the like other tests and like Myers-Briggs and all. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, some for definitely our our employees just so we can understand who we need, how we need to communicate with them and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But um it just keeps showing up more and more that I'm like such a pusher and I, and I see the, the thing inside people and I'm like want to get it out so bad that I'm just like trying to build their confidence. So a lot of like what I was reading about myself last night was so much about me making people be confident about themselves. And I was like, how funny is that, that I, I don't always focus on myself in that regard and, and I know it's like normal to if you're outward about a lot of stuff you don't typically do it inward that much but yeah I'm like constantly trying to get people around me to be confident about their gifts and then share them with me. the world I know I know I thought about you a few times when I was reading the thing and it's like when I know somebody and I know they're going to be good and I know that they're going to be happy doing what they do then I like I'm like a dog I can't stop I'm like yeah, so that kind of like it doesn't really go against what you said at the beginning about built like you know not looking to other people, but then again, um, you're doing that. But and, no, but it's it helps not, me so much. It's so. not like that. So like, um, you no, should like defi- seeking it. Versus- you should definitely. It's hard work, right? So you do need support. You do need it's people like support to tell you, yes, I think you can do this, yeah. or hey, it's a long road before you're going to get there, so you need cheerleaders, right? So I'm talking about confidence as uh, if I only did stuff that because people told me I could, and if they were ever too busy to tell me that I could and I completely stopped doing it, (laughs) right? Yeah. So that's the thing. That's perfect. I can't just focus on everyone else. Like I have to have that little flame inside, but that little flame inside – it can easily go out if you don't have support. Right. So it goes hand in hand. I like it. That's yeah. beautiful. All right. So before we end, anything new that you're reading or working on this week that you want to share? Um, I just finished reading Indistractable. I had mentioned it once before, but it was a short yes. book. I really enjoyed it. It was a compilation of a bunch of different books that I had been reading in one just because it had a lot of the same studies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there is another one that I wanted to read, um, but I'm brain dead right now. So it's I'm going right. to right. Next have week. to come back. Don't worry about it. Next week. <laughs> yeah. um, I uh, have picked up a book that I haven't read in a while, but I've read it like 10 times. It's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Are you familiar with that book? No. It's kind of written for writers, but um, but it's just about breaking through creative blocks. And it's about the resistance that we feel all the time, which is essentially this micro, Michael Singer kick I've been on, which he's like the voice in your head, constantly having its own opinions about crap and then like overcoming that. Your voice that. is very active. Is it? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? 
your voice inside your head. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's very active. And that's Michael Singer is constantly talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I've been working hard to silence that voice and just go within. And so and, I think uh, I just Jill and I epiphany. touched a lot on that. What to tell? Um, I think I was just thinking, what does the voice in my head say? And I'm always like, it's always telling me what I have to do. Because I, I think I fill my schedule with that. So I, I don't have room for my voice to say anything about myself, maybe. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> You're making your voice chatter. About, to, about a to-do list mm-hmm. instead of it chattering about. I think that's real common. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're meditating. You're working I am. on it. I am. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're out of time. Cool. Thanks, Beige. You can find her at velvetcartel.com. Of course, I give all the wrap up at the end and on our blog post. I always have a link to your content. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. So as I said earlier, I've been reading a lot of Michael Singer and he says, it is okay to work on yourself. And I would take that even further and say, it's okay to take what we talk about here, whatever the subject, and throw ourselves into it and be willing to open up to it and learn. And what if we accept the perfection of the universe? What if we leave things alone and trust in harmony and not project our problems to the outside world? Maybe we'll be surprised at what is naturally unfolding and just maybe this is a basis for confidence. Just remember, it's all a practice, y'all. Go easy on yourself and keep taking small steps forward because they add up, I promise. There's a resource roundup on my blog at amyedwards.com. A thank you so much to Brooke Nickel. Remember, she's at savingfaceaustin.com and the same on Instagram, savingfaceaustin. And thank you, Jill, and thank you, Bijou. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me or book me to speak or work with me or just say, hey, I'd love to hear from you. So write to me at amy at amyedwards.com. Don't forget, please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes wherever you are. It's crazy appreciated as we work to build this thing. And big thanks to you for listening. Thanks to all the people that have come to me that I know that have listened and have said that it has resonated with them. You don't know how much that means to me. It means a ton. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Peace and love, y'all. Till next time.